Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Don't it sound so epic? Horns are screaming, I ain't the one you want to mess with. Use a joke, I ain't the one you want to jest with. The battle's coming, you only got a few seconds to run. Yeah. Hello, Bengals fans. I am Matt Minnick, and this is Coach Speak. Thank you for joining me today. Only diehards sticking around, still downloading, still listening. All off-season long. Really appreciate you. So, let's talk about the safety situation. The Bengals went out and drafted two safeties this year, despite the fact that they only had six picks. And they started off with Dax Hill, uh, former Michigan safety Daxton Hill, in round one. Now, Dax Hill, Hill was one of two guys. Uh both Big Ten guys. <laughs> uh, he and George Karlofkis were uh, the, the edge defensive end from Purdue uh, were the two guys that I looked at as being really, really good fits for the Bengals, but also guys that should not make it to that pick. Uh, Karlofkis did not and uh, ended up going shortly before the Bengals picked, right before the Bengals picked actually, to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, but that left them with Dax Hill. And Dax Hill makes a ton of sense for this team. He is super versatile. Um, like, a lot of conversations I've had with people, people say, well, no, he's a he's a slot corner. No, like, he can do that. Uh, but he, he's got the ability to, to, to go into the box. Like, he's a, it's a little bit light, but, like, he can play as, as a, like, a true rockdown safety, a strong safety type. He can play in the box. Um He's got great speed, awesome testing. You know, I feel like we haven't really seen his full range as a deep field safety, but we've seen his his ability to run. You know, so like it, it's there. It just hasn't really been displayed because that's not the way he was he was used at Michigan. So I think he could be the complete package, that full versatile safety. And look, the Bengals love versatility. They absolutely love versatility, especially at the safety position. And you know, we, we, we've seen how we can talk about, hey, Von Bell's a strong safety and Jesse Bates is a free safety, but they do a lot of the same things. <laughs> you know, like they use Bell and deep field coverage a lot more than than people might think. Um, and Bates has to come down, rock down, and make tackles and do things a lot more than we think. That's why, actually, this year people talked about Bates and, you know, Bates had a down year. And he didn't have the picks, you know, and... I, I think he actually did some positives for himself because I, I thought he looked better as a tackler overall than he did last year um, or in previous years. And, you know, I think he kind of showed a little bit more of that versatility. You know, I think he was a little bit better in the box. So I think as far as the Bengals are concerned, he might have actually impressed them a little bit from that standpoint. All right, obviously, obviously there were some deficits. There weren't the pick numbers. You know, there were some struggles in coverage at times. Um, but 
I don't know if he hurt himself as, as much as people think. Now, what is that worth? You know, what is that safety worth? Worth was that guy worth to you? You know, that's that's what this becomes about. And I think that we look at the NFL, we get a little caught up in guys like Bates. Um, what I mean is, that I feel like the NFL doesn't value them as much as you and I do. <laughs> um, I remember looking at that draft class that Bates is in. And thinking the Bengals need a free safety, they need a rangy guy, they need a guy who can be put, you know, in the deep field zone, because they they don't have that guy. They got more of the thumpers, and Bates was that guy. Bates was the dude um, in that draft, and I ranked him number one as like a true free safety type um, in my my pre-draft rankings. There were some other really good players, but they weren't really that niche. So you know, you talk about looking at players in terms of. You know, grading them not just on their ability, but also their fit, uh, what they bring to the team, you know, what the team needs are, you know, and how those things fit. Um, and, and that's where I thought that he really fit in. Um, you know, I thought he was a really good fit for what they like to do or what they needed, really, you know, with what they were what they were missing. So Bates made a lot of sense to me. Look, and he makes these picks and he, he flies around, and, and I, I think those are the things that we value a lot. But Really, the guys that get paid are a little bit more versatile. They tend to be they tend to be thumpers. You know, they tend to be those rock down, strong, more strong safety types, uh, but who also have the athleticism that can do some more things. Like, look, look at the big contracts. You know, those are the guys that are that are getting those big contracts. So, I you know in this whole franchise tag situation, I, I think that's what they might be getting caught up on. I also look at it and I say, what is Bates's value to this current staff versus the previous staff, because I think that this current staff values the um, versatility piece more than anything else. So if they value that versatility piece more than anything else, you know you're looking at a guy who is specifically good at one really you know strong area, and I don't know that this staff drafts Jesse Bates. You know, I just don't know if he's a great fit for this defense. Now, I I have a friend uh, who who played college football and he, he played for an old line coach. Like his old line coach changed partway through, and my friend is like six foot tall. I mean, he's massive, um, but you know, he's like six one, six two, or something like that. And the old line coach who he played with at the end of his career only liked you know like he's exclusively around to recruit guys who were like six five six six and lean and that was the exact opposite of my friend my friend was you know maybe like six two like 350 or something like that so uh this coach once said to him i wouldn't have recruited you but i'm glad you're here like he appreciated what he what he did and he was a you know he's a great player for him um but he kind of admitted that like yeah you know like you don't you're not the the physical type that you know i look for in, in, in players generally so that's kind of how I look at this situation. I, I don't think that the Bengals' current staff necessarily would have would have focused on Jesse Bates in the draft. But I think that they love him because of what he does off the field, his leadership qualities, um, you know, the the type of competitor he is. I think he has all that stuff. So they love him for that. But again, because he's not necessarily the perfect fit, you know, in, in terms of the versatility piece. I don't know how much they're gonna they're gonna value that. So I think that's what the holdup is. And 
like I said, I don't know how much the NFL in general values those deep field fly around guys. So I don't know how much he really gets in the open market. Um, like I think he's going to get a good contract, but when we talk about you know top safety in the league type money, I don't I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen. You know, um, yeah, he might be up there with some of those guys, but I don't think we're we're going to see him you know resetting the market. So I think that's what the what the holdoff is, what the what the standoff is here. Now you look at a guy like Daxio. Daxio brings a lot of versatility. I think he, like I said, he can be that thumper. I think he probably should put on a couple pounds maybe to do that. Um, he's going to have to develop in that deep field guy. He also has the thing they're they're missing. You know, you, you got you got the the rangy guy. You got the thumper. All right, and again, you're trying to make have both work in the other aspect. But neither one is very good at man coverage. You know, and we see that with Bates too. Like we see them put Bates on tight ends, and Bates doesn't do very well, you know, on, on tight ends. Bates doesn't do very well man coverage overall. Um, you know, we'll see against some of these top tight ends what, what Dax Hill can do. But like we've seen him play man coverage and look really good, uh, you know, and play on uh, on some slots uh, and look really good. So I think he brings that added aspect that hey, maybe you have a a, a better guy in man coverage and you have that versatility. You can do whatever you want with him. Um, some people think he can play outside corner. I don't. I'm not in that camp. Fine by me. You know, like he can play nickel. He can play uh, both safety positions. He can play, you know, the third safety position. I think we're going to see him being used in a lot of really interesting ways. I think we're going to see him being used in ways that look complicated but are really easy. I think we're going to see him deployed in a lot of different positions but doing a lot of the same things. You know, where it's easy for him, but it gives the Bengals a lot of use and a lot of versatility. I think that's what we're going to see in year one. Uh, but yeah, the, the great thing, the, the benefit of the Bates holdout potential, um, you know, don't, don't put words in my mouth, but if Bates, Bates uh, not coming to OTAs, Bates potentially not coming to training camp, you know, would be Dex Hill's going to get the reps. And you know what? Jesse Bates shows up a week before the first game. He's going to be all right. He'll come in. He'll, he'll be in shape. He knows what's going on with the defense. He'll be just fine. Uh, so he'll get in those reps. Only really benefits the future. And I don't think Bates missing camp really hurts him or the team that much. And so I think, I mean, I really think the greater advantage is, is, is he'll get in the reps. So that's where I'm at with it. You know, I, I, I hope Bates comes back around. You know, if they can work something out with him, great. You know, Von Bell's going to be a free agent too, so you're probably not going to see both of them. So either way, Hill's going to be one of those one of the one of the top two guys in a year, no matter what happens. Um, probably going to be Bell and Hill. Um, but like I said, if they if they bring in Bates, they probably just won't won't resign Bell because they're putting so much money into it that they'll have one rookie contract and one one big contract. So that's my take on it. Love Jesse Bates, awesome dude, great player. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan, but I, I, I get it. You know, and I, and I think it might not just might just not work out for for both camps overall, and that might be the way uh, they go with it. So I am Matt Minnick. This was Coach Speak. A little bit of safety talk today. Keep tuning in all off-season long as we approach the Bengals' redemption tour in 
2022. Who day? Yeah, we coming for with sours. Yeah, we coming for with sours. You hit a crowd.